All right, we'll say a good morning, a Freilich and Shushan Purim, and let us begin. Begin by thanking all of our sponsors for this morning. Share to thank our Kamu Torah sponsors for the month of Adar, Stephen Terizin, for dedicating all the Shumer and Joshua's this month in memory of Dr. Harry Kansi Hirsch, Ben Yosef Akoin, to thank Paul and Kathy Pollock for dedicating all the Shimon and Drushos this month in memory of Paul's grandparents, Zechariah Ben Zechariah and Dina Bas Pesach, to thank our Week of Learning sponsors, Moshe David and Hannah Artman, the creation of the 23rd yard site of Moshe David's father today, Fischl, Beryl, Ben Yitzchok, Gershon, Zechron, Levracha, and thank Dr. Ron Gartenhaus for dedicating the Week of Learning in the Schuster of Shalema for Natan Ben Rivka, to thank our Dafyomi sponsors for today, Greg and Rena Tressman for dedicating the generation of the yard site of Rina's mother, Devora Bas Avram Aaron. Well, last keys, we hope down in the merit of our Talmud Torah, all of the Neshamosav and Aliyah and the families in Achamar. Well, so with that, we have a lot to do today, Emir Tzashem, an incredible amount to do today. First off, to those uh, to our Chevron Zoom, Baruch from Eretz Yisrael. I don't know, I see uh, Reb David is here. It's, for him, it's Purim, Michael. I don't know, Michael, what they do in Efrat. Is it, uh, I'm assuming it's Yudalit and not Tesvav. But, uh, good. It's Fred Rabzvi. Over here also, I'm assuming you dial it and not this up. Okay. Baruch Hashem. Beautiful. Beautiful. Chero, with that, let us begin. Beautiful daf out of us today. Today's daf is Mem Dalit. But we are picking up 13 lines are from the bottom on Mem Beis and Mabay. Mem, sorry. Today's daf is Mem Dalit 44. We are picking up on Mem Gimel and Mabay's 13 lines up from the bottom at Mesve. Remember again, Rav Christon yesterday's daf introduced us to the fascinating idea that if a Kohen has a father, every Kohen has a father, but in this case, the Kohen's father, Niktam Rosho, his head was cut off, he was decapitated. So Rav Chista wanted to suggest that Allah saw the Kohen cannot become Tameh for his father, because the Allah is Le'aviv. And Le'aviv teaches me that a son can only become Tameh for his father if the father is in a complete state. So the Gemara says, Meisei, raising a kasha, Lo'yitama. So we'll say over here, the Pasuk is talking about the ability of a Kohen to become tummy for his sister. So lohu metami, become tummy for his sister, but he cannot become tummy ultimately again for her limbs. For her limbs. So in other words, same way that he cannot become tummy for a limb removed from his father, in other words, from his living father, but he would be permitted to become tummy for an etzim for a bone fragment the size of a barley corn. My machsiru al etzim kisora. We'll say what what does that mean? What does that mean? That can be machsir etzim kisora. Lavla memra di imechser parta lo. So we'll say does that not mean that aloch alamaisa? If you take a look at the rush for just a moment, this is the rush in the wide lines, four lines in. So the most interestingly enough, what it sounds like it's saying over here is if he's already tummy for his father, he would be permitted to go ahead and further, be, not further become tummy is the wrong word, but he'd be permitted then to go back and retrieve a bone fragment since he was already tummy for his father. So the rush says, My doesn't that sound like the case over here is he became tummy for his father, he became tummy for his father, in other words, and the father's body was deficient. Once the father's body was deficient, he could also go ahead and become tummy for the bone fragment. 
Lo hahi Rabbi Yehuda. Another Gemara says, no, that's actually reflective of the view of Rabbi Yehuda. What does Rabbi Yehuda say? Disanya, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, mitame, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, I'm sorry, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, lo mitame, be mitame la vera. Pazik says, lo yitama, for a sister he can become tame, but he does not become tame for limbs. She'enu mitame al iver min hachai shel avid. He cannot become tummy for a limb that was removed from his father while the father is alive. But he can become tummy for the limb of his father's corpse. I says the Gemara Vatanya Rafkana, Rabbi Yaakov, we learned that Allah again. Rabbi Yaakov says, Law, Mitame. That ultimately again he become tummy for her, but not for limbs. Prat le kizayis minames. This comes to exclude a kizayis from the corpse. O kizayis netzel. So we'll say we're going to talk about netzel as well. Netzel is literally a decomposing flesh. Umole tarvad rekev. And I will say it's been a little while since we've seen this, but a little full of corpse dust. Um, it's always a party. It's always a party when you've got nekev and tarvad. Good. Yachol lo yitam the shedjal the gola. So we'll say. So therefore, it comes to exclude. You cannot become tamei. For these items. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says as follows. You cannot become tame for her for Shedra, Shedra's spinal cord, Gogolas' spine, to the majority of the skeletal frame or to the majority of the number of bones. Therefore, the Pasuk says, You shall say unto them, The Torah adds on over here, ultimately again, additional forms of Tumah, that one is permitted. Also remember again, we're talking about over here, cases in which a coin is permitted to become tummy. So not only could he become tummy for an intact corpse, but he could become tummy for all of these, what we'll call it significant units as well. Tap of Memdalid, Yahol, Lo Yitamal Shedra, Ulugogolas, Ulurov Binyan, Ulurov Binyan Rominyano, Shalachirim. I Rabbah say you might have thought that Allah Lamaisa, as much as he's permitted for his relative to become tummy for these things. If he, for, when it comes to someone else, if there's a spinal cord, a sp- uh, skull, the majority of the skeletal frame, the majority of bones of others, meaning non-relatives, ultimately perhaps you would think that you are not permitted to go ahead and become tummy for them. Tasa the Gemara says, Amrit ma'achosa miyuchedes shebegufa talui bo. So we'll say, what's unique about sister? Right, what's unique about the sister is it's incumbent upon her brother, the Kohen, or as we'll say, whenever the Torah gives us a license for the Kohen to become tummy to someone, why is that? That's because that person's burial is dependent on the Kohen. So what's unique about sister? What's unique about sister is her burial is dependent upon her brother, and therefore ultimately, again, he's permitted to become tummy for the spinal cord, for the skull, for the majority of the skeletal frame, the majority of the number of bones. So af kol shegufo talui bo metame l'shedra ulugogolas ulurov binyano ulurov minyano. So to I will say any person, any person who is dependent on the coin for burial. What's an example of a person who's dependent on the coin for burial? Mes mitzvah, for example. Salah If there is, if, if you have these things intact, the spinal cord, the skull, the majority of the skeletal frame, the majority of bones, 
ultimately, again, a coin would be permitted to go ahead and become tummy for them as well. To which the Gemara says, you're right, but Ahinami Rabbi Hudahi. Ultimately, this too is reflective of the view of Rabbi Huda. The Rav do Amar ki haitano. And Rav holds like someone else. What does Rav hold like? The following time, the Sanya, Maise Shemes Aviv Shrabi Yitzchak Beginzak. It was a very interesting story. One time it happened that the father of Rabbi Yitzchak died in Ginzak. And Ginzak is a place. So what happened? Ubo va'odihu uli achar shalosh shanim. And I will say what happened. They came and they only told, the only told Rabbi Yitzchak after three years. I will say it's so fascinating because for us contemporarily, it's, you know, we, we get information so quickly that the notion of not hearing about something for some extended amount of time is so far and alien to us. But here, Rabbi Yitzchak's father died. He died in some faraway place. Rabbi Yitzchak does not hear about it for three years. Then I will say, now, there's an important part, piece of the story, which is Rabbi Yitzchak is a Kohen. Is a Kohen. So we'll say, and he came and he asked the Shaila to Rabbi Yeshua ben Elisha and the four Zakinim. And I will say, now what's the Shaila? Now what's the Shaila that he's asking? The Shaila that he asks is, is asking is Rabbi Yitzchak wants to relocate his father's grave. So what he wants to do is he wants to retrieve the remains of his father and transport them to a family plot. So he comes and he asks the Shaila, am I allowed to do that? And listen to this. So we'll say, Va'amru they said to him, La'aviv. They said to, they said to Rabbi Yitzchak, you can't do it. Why? Because the Pasuk says, La'aviv. A Kohen is permitted to become tummy for his father. And we'll say, what's the drusher from Aviv? He's only permitted to become tummy to his father when? When? When the corpse is intact and not when it's not. And I will say, Bipashtos, after three years, after having passed away, the corpse is no longer intact. So I will say, how do we paskin? Because it's actually quite a, quite an interesting halakha, right? Because we're all familiar. Obviously, this is talking about a regular coin, not a coin, not a coin gadol, right? Because coin gadol doesn't become tame for for anyone, right? So the shaila is again for, besides for a mitzvah. Right? So what about for a regular coin? We know that he has a license to become tame for seven close relatives, right? A mother, father, brother, sister, son, daughter, spouse. So we'll say, what's, do we accept this drasha of La'aviv or not? So we'll listen to this. Set to the Shulchan Aruch. Let's do the Shulchan Aruch. In Yaradeya, Simen Shin Ayin Dalid Siftes. It's the last Sif. Listen to this. Eina koin metame le'ever minachai me'aviv, v'lo le'etze me'atzamos aviv. We'll say, the halach is that a koin? If let's say, so let's say, koin is a father. Let's say the father had a limb that was amputated. Now we'll say, the halacha is that you have to bury amputated limbs. So a Kohen cannot become Tame for his father's amputated limb. This is talking about a limb taken from his father while he's still living. Nor could a Kohen become Tame for a bone from his father. So if one is collecting Atzamos, we'll say, Likut Atzamos means the concept of collecting remains in order to rebury them somewhere else. Isn't this incredible? So we pass like this Russia. A Kohen is only permitted to become Tommy to his father, for I should say, for his father, ultimately when the body is intact. 
Now the Shulchan Aruch adds in, he says, V'yish Ombi, V'yish Omer, Tahani Mili Kishachasur La'achamisa, Avalim Chasur Menu Ever Bechayof Umeis, Metamelo Afapi She'eno Shalem. So the says, this is very interesting. So the, the, the Shulchan Aruch then says, but by the way, this concept that a coin could only become Tame for his father if the body is intact, this is only if the body became deficient after death. But ultimately, again, let's say that we'll say, let's say you have a case of a Kohen who has a father. The father had a limb amputated while the father's alive. While the father's alive. So now the father dies. So according to the first opinion of the Shulchan Aruch, a Kohen cannot become Tameh for his father under those circumstances. According to the second opinion of the Shulchan Aruch, which is the accepted opinion, he can. Because essentially, I will say, what's the definition of Shalem? What's the definition of Shalem? Shalem is how you die. Right? The state of the body at the time of death. So that's the state when intact that a coin is permitted. Any deficiency that happens after death, the coin would not be permitted to become tummy for his father. It's really actually quite interesting, I'll say, which is a good, good muster also. The definition of shlemos is the state that you reach when you die. That's the state when you reach when you die, I will say. See, my whole life, my whole life, right? I have, I have the opportunity to do things, the opportunity to work on things. The only time that my, that my essence is locked in is at the time of death. That's when I'm shalim, right? What I am at the time of my death, that's the state of shleimus I've reached in this world. Incredible. There are three different things that are asur for a nazir. What are the three different things? What are the three different things? Here they are. Hatuma, I'm sorry. Hatuma v'ataglachas v'yotzi min agefen. Right? So this tuma. Tuma means becoming tamay, right? Exposed to the dead. Taglachas, haircutting. Yotzi min agefen. Wine or grape derivatives. Grape derivatives. Fine. So we'll say, so now what we're going to do actually for, the, for this really this entire sugya is we're going to compare all of these different things one to the other. So watch this. Chomer betuma. Chomer betuma. So, let's say, by the way, just before I go on, I'll just mention one very interesting, one very interesting Ramah in this, and I'm sorry, in the, just in the previous sugya, the Ramah says, so we'll say, so remember, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, should I should, yeah, we have a little bit of time, so I can do this. I will say, listen, listen to this. So remember, Machlokis in the Shulchan Aruch. First opinion in the Shulchan Aruch said, a Kohen can only become Tommy for his father when the body is fully intact. What's the definition of fully intact? What's the definition? Literally, well, first, fully intact literally means fully intact. Fully intact. The second opinion, Omrim says, no, the definition of fully intact is whatever the state of the body is at the time of death. We'll say, what's the nafkamina? Practical difference? An amputee. An amputee. Right? Let's say the father of the coin had a limb amputated while he was alive. According to the first opinion in the Shulchan Aruch, that's called chaser. And a coin literally would not be able to become tummy for him. According to the second opinion, that's called shalim. Because shalim is, is right, because shalim is determined at the time of death. The Ramah, this is actually fascinating, quotes Yesh who says, She'eno metame laharug demikri chaser. That if the coin's father was killed, not died of natural, natural causes, but was killed, that ultimately, again, that's called chaser. So I'll say, because bepashtos, right, any act of, any act of, of, of murder, right, any act of murder is going to cause some deficiency 
in the body. Some deficiency in the body. So therefore the Yesh Omrim say that any time the Kohen's father is killed, ultimately that's called Chaser. And the Ramah says, Nachon Lahachmir. It's fascinating. The Ramah says, it's, it's appropriate to be Machmir. And so they say, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't... I, I didn't have a chance last night to go ahead and look a little bit more into this to see about how we paskin like like contemporarily because unfortunately right this is uh this 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 is not a this is a lamaisa case for Cloud Israel right throughout the history of Cloud Israel so ultimately again but it's just fascinating that you have this Ramah that says anytime someone is murdered by definition that's chaser. And the coin would not be permitted to be Tommy for his father. Okay, so just bear in mind this machlok. So according to the mechaber, we're going to pass like the second opinion that the definition of shalim is established at the time of death. Incredible, says the Mishnah. Back to the Mishnah again. Sorry. Shlosha minim asura menazir. Both say there are three things that are asur by a nazir. What are they? Hatuma, vahataglachas, vayotzi minagefen. So a nazir can't become tummy. A nazir can't get a haircut. And another cannot partake of grape derivatives. So I will say, say grape derivatives because remember, again, we've established what is it. It's, it's the grape skin. It's the grape seeds. It's the grape flesh, right? It's new grapes, um, um, moist grapes, dry grapes, wine, anything and everything that comes from the grape. Good. So now the Mishnah said, listen to this. Chomer betuma u betaglachas. There is a chumrah, so to speak, astringency with tuma and taglachas with toman hair cutting, me biyotse minagevan, over, over the grape derivatives. Why? Shatuma va taglachas, so strin, because we're to listen to this. If a coin becomes tame, or for that matter, a coin cuts his hair, and also we're going to see taglachas, by the way. Taglachas is whether or not the nazir cuts his hair, or what? Someone else cuts his hair. Right? One of the fascinating ideas, it doesn't really matter, but both by tuman taglachas, so strin. I will say they both go ahead and literally destroy the days that have been counted up until now. Now we're going to qualify that in just a moment. So I will say this is really something very interesting to think about. Right? If a Nazir becomes Tameh, so let's go through these one by one. Nazir becomes Tameh. So I will say what happens to, right? Nazir goes into a cemetery. What happens to the days of his Naziris that he's observed up until this point? Starts all over again. So Shavosa means he loses those days. Same thing with hair cutting. What happens if a Nazar goes ahead and cuts his hair? What's that lacha? So this is going to be a bit more nuanced because Lav Dafka, that he goes ahead and loses all of the days. We're going to see he just loses some amount of days. But for our purposes right now, he's got to reobserve the days. Interestingly enough, this stands in contradistinction to drinking wine. What happens if a Nazar drinks wine? I will say, what's that lacha? He's in violation of an Isser de Oraisa, which means he'll get Malkus, but doesn't lose days. But doesn't lose days. So that's what's fascinating over here. Enos Sosa means he doesn't lose days, but he's in violation ultimately of an Isser de Oraisa. So we'll say, so therefore, that's the Chumrah that Toma and Taglachas have over grapes. On the flip side, Chomer Biyotzi Menakefen Mimutumo Taglachas. The distinction of the Chumrah that grape derivatives have over Toma and Taglachas is what? Shayotzi Menakefen Lo Hotar Michlalo. Supposed to listen to this. When it comes to grape derivatives, there is no case in which grape consumption is mutter. Right? Or as I was saying, for Nazir, there's, there's no case where, because of circumstances, he's allowed to eat grapes or drink wine. 
right? But interestingly enough, but there are cases of permitted tumah and permitted haircutting. Where is the case of permitted tumah and permitted haircutting? Listen to this, betaglachas, mitzvah. They will say, what's the case of permitted haircutting? Where the nazir becomes a mitzorah. If the Nazir becomes a Mitzora, part of the part of the concluding ritual for Tsaras is shaving of the hair. So therefore, again, if a Nazir becomes a Mitzora, he has an obligation, he has an obligation to shave his head, right? So what about Tumah? So Tumah ultimately again becomes a mitzvah when? In the case of Mes Mitzvah. So both sides so fascinating, right? So so there is no case for a Nazir where grape or wine consumption is ever permitted. Right? There's no such thing as like, it's a mitzvah, therefore he's going to do it. Yet, interestingly enough, there is a case where ultimately Tumah becomes permitted, i.e. makes mitzvah, Taglachas becomes permitted, i.e. mitzvah. Incredible. Last piece. The Chomer, but Tumah, me but Taglachas. And I both say, there is a Chumrah that Tumah has over hair cutting. How so? Here we go. Sha Tumah so seres es hakol. I both say, if another becomes Tame, what does he lose? What does he lose? The entire count. The entire count. And yet, right? Yet, interestingly enough, and you have to bring a carbon for Tumah. We're going to talk about that. That's actually our next Mishnah. But I will say, what's Talacha if a Nazir cuts his hair? What's Talacha a Nazir cuts his hair? He only loses what? 30 days. So I will say, the whole chap with hair cutting is you lose time, but you only lose up to 30 days. Because again, what do we need by the haircut? What do we need by the hair? Growth. We need 30 days of growth. So you could only, so in other words, you're capped, the ceiling is 30 days. Ultimately, again, you're not chayav a carbon if you cut your hair. Good. So I will say, so really fascinating, fascinating Mishnah. Let's go back there. Says the Gemara, So I will say, so remember again, one of the things that we mentioned in the Mishnah, so we'll say, see now what we're going to do for the rest of this, so again, it's really very interesting, because we're going to go back and forth comparing these items one to the other, these three different restrictions. So one of the things we said in the Mishnah was that what was unique about Tumah, Tumah is that it's Chutra Michlala, which means, even though a Nazir is not permitted, is prohibited to become Tameh, there is a case where Nazir is permitted to become Tameh. What's the case where Nazir is permitted to become Tameh? What's the case? Base mitzvah, good. So the tumah lo tuzra miklala kavchom miyayin. So we'll say. So the truth is, we shouldn't say. We should, or we should say that you can't become tameh. There's no case of permitted tumah should be a kavchomer from wine. How so? Umayayin sheino soser lo hotar miklalo. So we'll say wine. If another drinks wine, he doesn't lose any of his previous count. He's just in violation of an isodar isa, right? And yet there's no permitted case of wine. So ultimately tumah shesoseres ino dinshlo tuzra miklala. So tumah which does which does destroy the count up until. Now, certainly, again, there should be no permitted case. So, both say it's a pretty solid kavachomer. Talmud lomar lo aviv uli imo lo yitama. Therefore, both say the pasuk says, "For his father and his mother, he shall not become tame." Lo aviv uli imo lo yitama teaches us he shouldn't become tame for his parents. But he can become tame ultimately again for a meis mitzvah. So, both say it's essentially what the Gemara answers is what it's a it's a drasha. It's a drasha. It's a good kavachomer, a very solid kavachomer to teach me that perhaps there should be no permitted case of Tumah, but Lamai says a drasha and a pasik. Good. Viyayin, yoser, yutar, michlalo. So we'll say we should say that wine, wine ultimately again should become permitted. 
the yain yusar michlalo, wine ultimately again should become permitted in the case of a mitzvah. I will say, now what would be the case of wine becoming, this is very shy, right? When should wine become permitted for a mitzvah? Right? Pesach, Kiddush, right? You fill in the blank. In other words, any times, so we should say that wine should be should become permitted in Makom Mitzvah. Kavachar Mitzvah. She Kavachar Mitzvah. How so? Uma Tumah Shisa Saras Chutra Michlala. So Tumah, which ultimately, if it does, becomes Tumah, he loses his entire count. Yet, Tumah is permitted in the case of a Mitzvah. Yayin She'ein Asosir Eino Din Shiyuta Michlala. So wine ultimately, again, which is which is not Sosa, right? Wine which does not go ahead and lose the count. Certainly, again, it should become permitted. Amrakra, Pasek first white line, Miyayin v'sheichar yazir. So Pasek says, from Yayin and Sheikhar he has to abstain. Lesra Yayin mitzvah, ki Yayin rishos. And from the drasha of that Pasek, we say that permitted wine, I should say mitzvah wine, is going to be prohibited just like regular wine. Okay? The Yayin yistres hakol kab chom mitumah. We should second white line, which say that wine, wine consumption, should destroy the entire count of the Nazir, and it should be a Kavachomer from Tumah. How so? Ma Tumah Shehutra Michlala. So Sarah says, Akol, Tumah, which ultimately, again, I will say, if a Nazir becomes Tameh, he loses everything. So Yayin Shalohot. And yet, again, Tumah, right? Tumah has a permitted case, right? Tumah is permitted Bamakom Mitzvah. Yet, when a Nazir becomes Tameh, he loses his entire count. Yayin shalohotar michlalo lo koshik. So certainly wine, I will say, when wine is not permitted, if another drinks wine, he should lose the entire count as well. To which the Gemara says, koshik in she yistra amakra, vayamim harishonim yiplu, kitamin isro. So I will say the Pasik says, the earlier days that he observed will fall by the wayside. Why? Because he became tame. What do you see from here? Tumah so saras ve'en hayayin so sar. Ultimately, only Tumah, only Tumah destroys the count, but ultimately, wine does not. So we'll say we should say that hair cutting, hair cutting, what did the Mishnah say? What do you lose, what do you lose when you cut your hair? What do you lose up to? Up to 30 days, but no more than 30 days. I, but we should say that Taglacha's hair cutting should go ahead and cause a person to lose everything. Kavachomer mituma. It's Kavachomer from Tuma. What's the Kavachomer? Umat Tumoshelo Asu Bamatame Kimitame. So Sarah says, I call. So let's listen to this. So by Tuma, by Tuma, so I will say, somebody who makes a Nazir Tame is not the same as a Nazir who becomes Tame himself. Right? So I'll say, if you take a look at Rashi for just a moment, Rashi's actually right across, right across. Rashi's Umatuma, Shalom Asamitame, Kimitame, Shamitame, Asanazir, Eno over Alav. Excuse me. It's like the sneeze heard around the world. Okay, so let's listen to this. Okay, sorry. So this is actually quite fascinating. Take a look at Rashi. Rashi says, If you pick up a Nazir, you pick up a Nazir, and you put him down in a cemetery. Okay? It's strange, but it's not awesome. Right? You, ha- you, right? you haven't violated anything. So I'll say, yet again, the Nazir himself, of course, who defiles himself, he becomes, he becomes a Nazir. I'm sorry, he becomes... That, that is a violation, right? The Nazir's Matame himself, ultimately, again, 
is in violation. Yet Rabbi say, now watch this. Watch this. So Sarah says, yet by Tuma, you lose everything. Rabbi say, we are going to something fascinating. The halacha is that if a Nazir cuts his hair, not only is the Nazir who gets, let's say a Nazir goes to the barber, right? The barber gives the Nazir a haircut. Not only is the Nazir in violation, but what? The barber is as well. We haven't learned that. We haven't learned that fact yet. That's later on, but we're being introduced to it now. So we'll say, see the distinction over here? When it comes ultimately again, so haircutting, haircutting, which ultimately again, the Isser is both on the Nazir and on the barber, should ultimately again be so sir everything. In other words, we'll say, you the Kabbalah if Tuma, if Tuma, which only the Nazir is Chayiv, but the person who is Metame the Nazir is not Chayiv, and yet again, if the Nazir becomes Tame, so Sarakal, he destroys everything, hair cutting, where there's a prohibition both on the Nazir and on the barber, should certainly go ahead and destroy all of the days observed up until this point as well. To which the Gemara says, so as the Pasuk says, the earlier days will fall by the wayside. Why? Because Tamin is wrong. So ultimately, it's only Tuma which destroys all the previous days, but hair cutting does not. Okay, I will say, we're just going through this whole sogya. So we should say that the Nazir, right, who becomes Tame, I should say the person who makes the Nazir Tame, should be just as liable as the Nazir himself, and it should be a Kavachomer from hair cutting. When it comes to hair cutting, all the Nazir loses is 30 days. Yet the barber is liable just like the Nazir. So Tuma, which destroys everything observed up until that point, Ultimately, again, we should say that the person who became Tame is just like the, the Nazir should become Tame. Should be just like the, the person who made the Nazir Tame should be just as liable as the Nazir himself. So we'll say, ultimately, Apostolic says, only the Nazir who actually becomes Tami himself is going to have liability. Fine. So we'll say, that's the case, we should say by haircutting, by haircutting, ultimately, again, the barber should not have the same liability as the Nazir. From a Kavachomer, from Tuma, what's the Kavachomer? Tuma, which ultimately, again, you lose everything observed up until that point. Yet, lo asu ba mitame ki mitame, Ultimately, again, the person who makes the Nazir Tamei does not have the same liability as the Nazir who became Tamei himself. Hair cutting, where you only lose 30 days. The barber should not have the same liability as the Nazir. So we'll say the drush that we make is a razor shall not pass upon his head, which essentially we dash to say the Nazir can't make the razor pass upon his head, and what? Someone else can't make the razor pass upon his head as well. Incredible. So we'll say there should be no permitted case of hair cutting. And remember, there is. 
For example, in the case where the Nazir becomes of a Tzora as well, but there should be no permitted case of hair cutting based on a Kavachomer from wine. So wine, which does not cause the loss of the entire count, yet there is no permitted case of wine consumption. So again, hair cutting, which does cause the Nazir to lose days he observed, certainly there should be no permitted case. Supposed to remember again, we had this Russia before. The Torah did not need to say both Rosho and Zikano, his head and his beard. The fact that it went ahead and it said both gives us an extra word for a drasha. That Allah there is a case where the Nazir is permitted to cut his hair. What's that case? That's the case where he becomes a Masora. So we'll say ultimately again. So the so hair cutting should not become us. Sorry, there should be no per, permitted case of haircut. Sorry, so hair cutting should not cause the nazir to lose any days observed. Kalachomer from wine, wine where there's no permitted case in ososer yet does not go ahead and cause the nazir to lose any time. So hair cutting, which ultimately again does cause. Right, I'm sorry, hair cutting, where there is a permitted case, right? I.e. the Mitzora, certainly again it should not demolish or should not destroy the days observed, to which the Gemara says, Ba'inon Gidl Seir Vahaleka. Now, what's my hair cutting? It's different. A Nazir cannot conclude his Nazarite vow until when? There's growth. There's growth. The minimum definition of hair growth is 30 days. 30 days. Wine consumption should cause the Nazar to lose 30 days. And Shriya Kavachomer from hair cutting. So we'll say, if hair cutting, where there's a permitted case, i.e., i.e., Mitzora, yet again you lose days observed. Wine, where there is no parallel permitted case. Certainly, again, should cause the Nazar to lose time. So, I say the only reason why by hair cutting ultimately you lose time is why. I say it's just a practical issue because he only conclude his Niziros with hair growth and he doesn't have it. But I say ultimately, again, when it comes to wine, the hair is still intact. So we'll say this represents the end of the studio. So we'll say, bottom line, we have some very important takeaways. First of all, reaffirming our three categories of prohibition, grape consumption, any derivative from the grape, hair cutting, and ultimately tumah. The major distinction between these two rabosai is that in tumah and taglachas, tumah and hair cutting, chutar michlalo, there are permitted cases. By tumah, it'll be a case of mis mitzvah. By taglachas, it'll be a case of the nazar becomes a mitzora. This stands in contradistinction to grape consumption where there is never a permitted case. On the flip side, consumption of grapes or any grape derivatives only result, only, so to speak, only results in what? A prohibition, but what? No lost time. Conversely, tuma and taglachas always result in lost time. Taglachas, how much time do you lose, right? Up until 30 days. Tuma, again, you lose everything observed up until that point. Plus, of course, I will say, by the way, it's not just you, not just you have to start again, but remember, it's a delayed start with Tuma. Why is it a delayed start? Because what do you need first? Seven days of Tara. Good. Beautiful, I will say. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Good. Memdalama base. Really coming together. Really coming together. Good. Shabbos and Memdalama base. 44b. Mishnah. Taglachas, Tuma. So we'll say, so now we're going to delve a little bit more into the Taglachas 
ultimately, again, the, the process, the process of hair cutting for tumbo. So we'll say, let's take just, let's take a breath for just a second. Breath is right. So what do we have? Here's what I know. You have a guy who's in Nazar. Nazar becomes Tameh. How did he become Tameh? I'll say, how did he become Tameh? Whatever, right? By the way, it could be a permitted case of Tumah. Once again, what's permitted case of Tumah? Mitzvah. Mitzvah. Or just a flagrant act of Tumah. Right? So I'll say, again, what's the flagrant act of Tumah? Right? So I'll say, by the way, it's interesting, right? It's like in the world of Averis as well. Like the Gemara brings down that Esther and Malka is an example of like an Avera Lishma. Okay, I'm not getting into all details right here. Right? So, right, in the world of Averis, you could have an Avera Lishma, right? Which is like an Avera Lishem Mitzvah, an Avera Lishem Avera. In the world of Tumah, you could have Tumah, that's a Mitzvah, right? And Tumah, that's an Avera, right? Which sounds, which sounds so fascinating. So, Tumah, that's a Mitzvah, that's Mitz Mitzvah. Tumah, that's an Avera, he wanders into a cemetery. Right? So, we'll say, so now watch. So, again, the reason I'm mentioning this is, for our purposes now, it actually makes no difference. Because bottom line, if you're a Nazir and you became Tameh, whether you became Tameh, right? You became Tumah, you became Tameh because you have a license to become Tameh, i.e. Mes Mitzvah, or you became Tameh because, whatever, you're a sloppy Nazir, right? It was, right? It was, uh, it was a labor day Purim, right? People find themselves in all different kinds of places. Was I out of your sunroof yesterday? <laughs> I was nice standing up. <laughs> I came home very cold, and I think it was because I was out of your Okay, good. Anyway, I'll say, right? Solomaisa, so, right? People find themselves in all kinds of places. So what happens? So what happens? You have now the Nazir in a cemetery. Either way, I both say, it doesn't matter. In other words, the result is the same, which is now there's a process of, of course, seven days of purification. Right? And then, and then after that, he restarts again. So here it is. Taglachas Tumah Ketzah. So both said, the Nazir becomes Tameh. What's his process now for hair cutting and restarting? So here we go. Ketzah. So we'll say, here it is. Ketzah. Haya Mazah Bishli Shi'u Bishvi. So we'll say, so first step is, right, sprinkling. Remember, again, he's Tameh. So anytime you're Tameh Tumas Mase, what do you need? What do you need? Paraduma. Paraduma. When do you get sprinkled? Paraduma. Days three and day seven. So that's step one, right? Sprinkling of day three and day seven. Again, there's a full hair cutting, right? The full hair cutting on day number seven. And then on day eight, you bring your carbonos. So seven days of purification. I, would say on, I, want to, I just want to point out, this, this, this piece, the purification piece, is not unique to Nazir. This is general purification piece when it comes to Tomas Mace. So now again, sprinkled with the ashes of Para Aduma, day three, day seven, and on day number eight, you bring your Karbanos. Okay? Then Gilach Bishmini, say so again, that's Talacha. Fine. Fine. You bet that. Nabosay, by the way, you just take a quick look at the rush. The rush says, right in the beginning of the rush, Megaleach Bizayan, maybe Karbanos of So you do your hair cutting on day seven. I bring your carbonos on day eight. So we'll say, that's the the Torah lays it out. So purification process, right? Day three, day seven, sprinkling, hair cutting day seven, carbonos day eight, you're good to go. You're good to go. Now watch this. We'll say, what happens if you delayed the process for whatever the reason and you didn't do your hair cutting on day seven? Instead, now you did your hair cutting on day number eight. Maybe Karbanosov Bobayom. We'll say, so in that case, again, 
you can bring your karbanos the same day as your hair cutting. So in other words, karbanos could always be brought on day number eight of the process, even if what? Even if you delayed your hair cutting from day seven to day eight. Fine. So we'll say now watch this. Watch this. I'm going to be tired for that. Now that's Rabbi Akiva. I'm going to be tired for Rabbi Tarfin said, Ma bein why is this different than Mitzorah? Now, we'll say, now watch this. Take a quick look at the rush again. What's going on by Mitzorah? So the rush says, Bein zel Mitzorah dechsev beparashas Mitzorah betaglachas beis vaya bayom hazayin yigaleach es kol saro vechi beis begada v'rachas es v'sarah b'amayin v'tiyan. So we'll say, by Mitzorah it says, right there, remember again, hair cutting also occurs on day number seven. And then the Torah says, v'yom ches yavi beis torim v'kifsa. So we'll say, by Mitzorah also, you do your hair cutting day seven, Karbanos day eight. Now we'll say, now here's the chat, by Mitzorah, what's the halacha? We're going to see what's by Mitzorah, the halacha is, if you delay the hair cutting to day eight, ultimately again, right, you push your Karbanos to day nine. To day nine. By Mitzorah, hair cutting and Karbanos cannot occur on the same day. So we'll say, so again, let me, let me just point out what's happening over here. In a vacuum, the process for purification from the dead and for tsaras work basically the same way, which is seven days of purification, right? Day number seven, hair cutting. Day number eight, carbon. Rabbi Akiva says, by, 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 nozir, by nozir, if you delayed your hair cutting to day number eight, you could still bring your carbonos that same day. Rabbi Tarifon says, hey, what's going on over here? By Mitzorah, what's the halacha? If you delay your hair cutting until day number eight, Rabbi will say, what does that do? That delays your karbanos until day number nine. So Rabbi Tarif was asking Rabbi Akiva, why is Nazir different than Mitzorah? Amr to which Rabbi Akiva says, calm down, I'll tell you. Amr you feel Rabbi Tarif getting worked up about this. Rabbi Akiva says, take a deep breath, I'll tell you why. Amr Leh, Zet Tarasa Tului B'Yamav, Mitzorah Tarasa Tului B'Taglachaso. Rabbi will say, when it comes to Nazir, the purification process is depending on, dependent on days. And by Mitzorah, ultimately, again, the purification process is dependent on head shaving. Therefore, ve'enenu medi karban ele'inkim urav shemesh. Rabosei, as we're going to see, let's work backwards. By Mitzorah, Rabosei, the halach is like this. The Mitzorah needs to shave his head and then needs hair of shemesh. Then needs the setting of the sun to bring the karbanos. So therefore, by Mitzorah, Rabosei, Head shaving and karbanos will never happen on the same day. So if you delay, so therefore in a perfect model, you'll do haircut on day seven, bring your karbanos on day eight. But if for some reason you delay haircutting till day number eight, you can't bring karbanos until when? Day number nine. That stands in contradistinction to Nazirus, where halacha lemaisa, ultimately, again, everything is dependent on days. So therefore, again, hair cutting has to take place on day number seven, but Lamaith and Karbanos take place on day number eight. But if you delay hair cutting till day number seven, till day number eight, no problem, you could still bring your Karbanos. So we'll say, hear the distinction? By Nazirus, the offering up of Karbanos is dependent on days. Days. Once you hit day number eight, you could bring your Karbanos. By Mitzora, ultimately, again, Karbanos are dependent on Hair cutting, right? So therefore, again, and hair cutting, your tumah is not finished until sunset after your haircut. So therefore, Allah Maisa, if you don't do your haircut until day number eight, you have to wait until day number nine. 
full body. It's full body. I'm, calling it, I'm just calling it taglachas just to keep the terms nice. But Greg's saying, good. Remember, the hair cutting by mitzora, of course, is a full body shaving as opposed to nazir, which is just the shaving of the head. Good. We're just using you know gemara is taglachas. So just use, but correct, correct. So we'll say, so it says the gemara. So we'll say, did Rabbi Tarfon accept this explanation from Rabbi Akiva or not? So let's analyze Tashma. The Tani Hillel, Hillel brings down Kilach, Bishmini, Mevi, Karbanosa, Bichi. So we'll say, what, what, what did we learn over here? That if the Nazir went ahead, right, the Nazir getting right, who's, who's recovering from his tumor, if he went ahead and he did his hair cutting on day number eight, he brings his Karbanos on day number nine. Well, these if Rabbi Tarfon really accepted Rabbi Akiva's position, then you should be able to bring your Karbanos the same day as your hair cutting. Right? The fact that by the fact that by the fact that by Nazir, we're saying that if he delayed his haircut to day eight, he can't bring his karbanos until day nine. That sounds like what's happening over here. We are streamlining Nazirus with Saras, which sounds like Rabbi Tarfon did not accept Rabbi Akiva's explanation. No, 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 it's not a problem. Oh, I will say there's a fundamental distinction. Right, what's the case? This case, I will say, is talking about where he did not go to the mikvah on day number seven. Okay, well, if he didn't go to the mikvah on day number seven, then obviously that is going to go ahead and delay the entire Tara process by a day. And that's when that case, I will say, if you don't go to the mikvah on day number seven, Salah again, you're only going on day number eight. That's going to push everything one additional day, and Kabanos can't be brought until day number nine. But in a proper case where immersion took place and it's appointed time, then what? Immersion is day number seven. Ultimately, again, hair cutting is day number seven. And Karbanos will be day number eight. And even if you delay hair cutting till day number eight, as long as immersion took place when? On day number seven, ultimately you're good to go. So we'll stop over here for today. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. Well, so again, I just want to point out what we're going to do in the coming Sugim Mirat Hashem is get greater clarity. We're going, to, we're, going to, we're going to get greater clarity on the entire process and all the different pieces in the timeline as well. Incredible. Shkayach. Shkayach, shkayach. Have Zoom. Shushan Purim, everyone.